this dude had everything. Tattoos, glasses, funky hats, shirtless appearances whenever possible. Dude, it... He wore a fucking crop top before that was like a thing. Do you know, like, it takes porn star level big dick energy to wear a fucking crop top. Nip hot on the block, oh, nip hot on the block. Pamper boy band target, yeah, yeah. hot on the block, yeah. Nip hot on the block, oh, nip hot on the block. Pamper boy band target, yeah, hot on the block, yeah. Alafonte for the theme song. Uh, I'm going to thank you again, Cookie. Thank you, Cookie Alafonte. We are New Pot on the Block. It is Season 2, Episode 6. We are talking BDE. And for those of you who do not know what BDE is, Michael, tell them what BDE is. BDE would be that big dick energy. Some call it swag, some call it drip, whatever you want to call it, but just big dick energy. It's like, it's that combination of swag and confidence, I feel like. Yes. Swagavidence. <laughs> See, big dick energy just sounds <laughs> yeah, better. It just sounds way better. It just sounds better. But that's what we're going to be going over. This is going to be very interesting. I've never had a full conversation about big dick energy. Same. So I'm looking forward to it in some sort of weirder way. And the listeners are going to be the first ones to hear this conversation. And hopefully it goes well. Yeah, Shannon and I have actually had a couple of like smaller conversations about like who has big dick energy and who, oh. do, who and who doesn't, oh. which was part of the inspiration for this. Okay. Um, I think we're going to while out with this episode. Oh, like one thousand percent. Like this was just like a, like a throwaway idea of just like oh let's do an episode on big dick energy, and then all of a sudden <laughs> like we're just like going through the notes and like. You know what? This is going to be pretty fun. A lot of big so. dicks everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, before we get started, though, of course, our bracket. You know, round of 64 is over, Mike. Round That's of correct. 64 is over. We're going to be going over the results after the break. Correct. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be updating you on the standings, updating on who's doing well, who's not doing well. Some uh, results that I'm not happy with. <laughs> That I take issue with, and Mike, maybe some results that you take issue with as well. Yeah, so it, it, we're recording this on a Tuesday. The results went final Friday afternoon, and I'm sure Josh has been steaming since Friday evening. Steaming. I am infuriated. I'm so mad. So mad. We'll get into it, though. Save it. Save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. Let's get into our top 10 boy band members with BDE. All right, Mike, what we get at number 10? At number 10, we're going to kick things off with Lance Bass of NSYNC. Yes. Why is he number 10? I, so I know it kind of sounds like a odd choice, yeah. but like I've always looked at Lance as someone who is confident in who he is. Always. Like He did his thing. He knew his role in NSYNC. He didn't fight for the spotlight. When he came out, it wasn't really... like It was a big deal because he was such a big star, right. but like he was just basically like, and... So like like next I'm like yeah this is who I, yeah like right. this is who I am and he became like one of the first gay icons that like I remember and like because we, we were what nine ten or I was like nine or ten at the time so like I I like grew up thinking like cool man like that's fucking awesome that you just took the bull by the horns and just did your thing so and he always was in the background never cared never needed the spotlight never complained there was never drama with Lance and that's someone that's who, true yeah there was never, never drama with Lance because he's confident with himself because he's secure with himself and if you're secure with yourself that's huge BDE in my opinion uh, at least I, I love it Yeah, I, I love it too and Lance shout out to Lance by the way who has his own podcast we need to get on that podcast but, yes please like Lance if you're listening to yes. this which we hope you are yes. either get us on your podcast or get, you can come on ours or shit like you know you get your friends to get with my friends and we could be friends switch and be friends <laughs> like we do we'll, we'll, we'll do both we basically like, just said you had a big dick so I mean I, is there a bigger compliment you can give a guy 
I don't think so. Yeah, so Lance, I mean, what else do you want from us? The, the list of compliments, you know, oh yeah, you, you make a great husband, great father, great right. hair, whatever. No, no, you tell me you, you've got big dick energy. Thank you. We Love are it. automatic friends right there. And also the voice, by the way, too, because he's the bass. And listen, that, that low octave, that comes from what they say. The myth is big balls. That's what I hear. Really? Sure. No, I've heard that. <laughs> I don't believe it. It might be a myth, but apparently, when you're going through puberty, so your balls are dropping because your voice is changing, your voice is getting deeper. That's what a term is. You ever heard that term before? No, I mean, I've heard, like, you know, your balls dropping, but I just yeah. didn't. And I, I guess I just never pieced Because, like, I get it, like, you know, when your voice gets deeper, they say, oh, you, your, your balls dropped. But, yeah. like, I just never piece it together with, like, oh, you know, really, like, the bases of groups, like, you know, they probably have huge balls. They do. <laughs> Every single one of them. That's a scientific fact from New Pot on the Block. All right, let's move on. Number nine, what we got, Mike? Kevin Richardson, Backstreet Boys. Oh, another sleeper. Another one that, you know, people don't really talk about. That's right. I said it. Kevin, you know, no one, I, I feel like Kevin is so forgotten, so underrated, so underappreciated. He is. And, and I don't know why. Like, they always say, you know, it's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Right. And, like, I always felt like Kevin, like, was a mute. Like, I feel like we, we've never, I've never heard him talk. No. And, and outside of that one part in I Want It That Way, I feel like we don't even hear enough of him sing. Now I can see that we're falling apart. That was actually my, like, when I had to, like, when I was at a boy band for a little bit. Like, that, that was your part? That was my, that was my part. That was Kevin Richardson. So, so by, Not for nothing, I fucking killed that part, too. Like, high five. So, like, so by theory, your boy band thought you had BDE. Like, we need someone BDE I, in this part. I guess subcon- subconsciously they were, they were thinking Huge it. Huge compliment. They wouldn't admit it to me, but, like, they knew subconsciously. I just feel like every time I see Kevin, it's just like a face shot of his eye like it's just showing off his eyes like when I think of Kevin that's what I think of not necessarily anything else except like he has a grown man swag he's always had like a yes, mature like, grown man swag and he had like these piercing eyes and they always try to show that off as much even, as possible even when he was younger like I've always looked at him like a 30 year old man yeah and, like yeah, so he was what 20 like in his early 20s when like the Bachelor Boys were, were big right and I just looked at him like, who is this grown ass man like with these piercing blue eyes that are just like stabbing me in the heart right now? <laughs> and it's similar to Lance. Like, yo, just it's the quiet ones. Like, you, we, I feel like we never really heard a lot from Lance. We never heard anything from Kevin Richardson. Like, you, you have to know he's packing. Like, <laughs> I don't care to find out. This is just a guess. All right, moving on. Number eight on the BDE power rankings, by the way. So this could change depending on of individuals and, and things of that nature. I'll get into that later, but number eight, what we got so far? At number eight, we've got Jordan Knight of NKOTB. Solid. 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 I know you're a big Jordan Knight fan. I, I'm a huge Jordan Knight fan just yeah. for him as a performer. Dude, Jordan was a fucking bad white boy. Like, he, he was. was a bad... Dude was performing at the Apollo and had bitches screaming. Do you know how hard that is? I don't think people know how hard that is to step into the middle of Harlem, 125th and Broadway, and... Perform at the Apollo Theater, which is predominantly a black space. It's yes. just just black. It just is. It is what it is. And I fucking love black audiences because if they love you, they will fucking tell you. But if they yes. hate you, they will fucking, fucking tell you. <laughs> and for you to go down there and tear the house down, show something, baby. And it's not even like because I, I look at like white boys who, who I feel like where they have like streak or, or they're like kind of beloved by like the black community. Like people yeah. like Robin Thicke, right? Like right. like Robin Thicke's a bad fucking white boy. He'd Justin be on Timber- this list if he was in a boy band. Justin Timberlake is like kind is a bad white boy, but like Jordan Knight, like when this was happening, about like look at what they were saying. They were singing like step by step. He wasn't singing sexy back. He wasn't right. singing rock your body. Anything right. that should like kind of get your your hormones going. He's like just watch the videos of like them at the Apollo and like the goofiness and just like the flailing around of the dancing and I'm like wow like to do all 
that, you have to be packing some shmee. B-D-E, baby. And the Give It To You video, by the way, too. The choreography to that. Whew. Whew. The lyric. You come out with a song, like, give it, like, I... Down in like, my bed. Whew. What is it, like, uh... I can't wait to... He says, I can song. keep you wet. Come like, on. Come on. The confidence. The confidence. It's one thing to say, like, you know, some guys can be like, you know, I, I, I can get you wet. I can get you, you know, right. whatever. But, like, he's like, no, I can keep you wet. Yes. Like, you know, like, we'll, we'll have round one, right. and then round two, and round three, and we'll just... Ooh. We'll just go all night. I'll, I will give it to you. To sing that song, you have to be, you have to have some big dick energy. I agree. I agree. Good choice, Mike. That's all you. I appreciate you. All right. In at number seven, what we got? We've got Omarion of B2K. I, you know, Omarion is one of the most underrated boy band members of all time in my mind. And that has nothing to do with the size of his penis. But just the <laughs> simple fact that he's had a solid solo career. I think B2K was pretty cool. And I think the way he handles himself outside uh, yep. of the music industry is good. I mean, there's a whole situation with, you know, one of the uh, B2K members hooking up or whatever with his ex. And he's been handling that very nobly. And he's not trashing anybody in the media. And that, that takes a secure man, a grown-ass man... And someone with BDE. I think he's also he also hasn't aged in like twenty years. No. Like, I feel like he looks the exact same. Black like he, crack man. It's just, yeah. it's, just, it's just true. Like he was the pretty boy who didn't need to tell you he was a pretty boy. Like, mm. and I felt like even at, at a younger age, I just like I could look at him and be like, he seems like the type of guy that would treat you right like during a night on the town and then just rock your fucking <laughs> world in between the sheets. So I, I need to like oh, Google like man. you know sex stories or whatever, and I, I need to get the scoop on whether or not Omarion is good and better or not. We can we can Google Omarion sex stories. I'm sh- I'm sure we, we could. I'm sure we could Google anything. Like, I don't know if I want to. So I think I've that. heard like Usher like, is like not packing and he's bad in bed. You heard that? that that's what that's uh, I've, I find really weird things on the internet. I don't oh know how God. I find them. I stumble upon things. I go down a rabbit hole and then I end up in Wonderland. That that kind of just ruins Usher for me. I, why is that ruin? But why would that ruin which, Usher for me? Which that the, which that doesn't make sense because like. Again, Usher wasn't in a boy band, but, like, you want to talk about big dick energy. Right. You want to talk about... And they say, like, people who can dance are usually good in bed. Like, if you're good on your right, feet, you're probably right. good off your feet. And with the hips and everything? Wow. If there, was any, if there was any one entertainer growing up who I would bet the most money I could think of on who would be good in bed, it would probably be Usher. I don't believe it. So, yeah. I don't believe the rumors. Yeah. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Those are rumors. We're going to have to Google this after, during the break, like, you know, Omarion sex stories and see, see what we can find. <laughs> we are going down this crazy rabbit hole, man. Okay, number six, before we take a break, what we got? We've got Zane Malik of One Direction. Solid. Now, Solid. But before we dive into Zane, I do want to just, I don't know if it's a correction or some context to the, the solo, no solo, yeah episode we oh, did a couple of weeks back. Very fun episode. Shani Q, my fiance, is a very, very big One Direction fan, and she brought up a great point to me. Regarding Zayn and his solo career, you know, we said like, yeah, he came out with Pillow Talk, about everything. He was the first one to leave One Direction, and it was just kind of like, you know, if you're going to leave One Direction, like, you know, you better, you better put it on. And she brought up to my attention, like, yo, Zayn has like crippling anxiety. I didn't know that, and that's why he like kind of like stepped away from the limelight. So I'm like, I oh shit, like, okay, like, you know, listen, I, I'm a mental health advocate, so you know, if you stepped away because you know you need to take care of, you know, what's going on up there, all the power to you. So I would overturn my solo no for a Zayn Malik into if it's not a solo yet it's just an indifferent we're just gonna, we're, it's, gonna, it's a dismissal solo we're gonna throw away the case okay. so like you know it, case just, dismissed case, case dismissed miss regarding Zayn Malik <laughs> but I wanted to bring it up last week and I forgot and now that we're discussing Zayn Malik um, I thought it was appropriate to bring that up but in okay. any case he was the mysterious one in, in One Direction I felt, felt like everyone was like okay. these like peppy you know schoolboys, and Zayn was just like sup yeah, like he's always confident. Always yeah, knew who he was. Like, he always had swag. He had he had a different swag than everybody else. Yeah, if, like he was the bad boy. I yeah. mean, 
bad boy of One Direction. I mean, it's well, and I said this too. I think I said this in another episode. I the first time I saw One Direction, I remember saying like, "Oh, he's going solo." I knew he, for some reason I just knew immediately. I didn't hear him saying. Didn't know like his hierarchy in the group, but I could just tell by his swag that he was just too he gone. Yeah, he was too BDE to be contained. Like, yeah, it, it, he he needed bigger pants. Like, <laughs> so One Direction. Cause for those of you that didn't listen to the episode a couple of weeks ago that we did, One Direction has the highest grossing tour of all time. I didn't know that. And this dude had the cojones to be like, "Yo, I'm out." Come like, on, like at the at the height of their fame, really, because I'm I've been on records and like I think One Direction would be enormous if they stayed together. Like I compare yeah. them I compare oh, them to yeah. NSYNC in that like, you know, they were great. They just weren't around for a long time. Like if they had stayed together, One Direction would have been a fucking monster. And Zayn broke that up and I think it takes big big dick energy to be like, yo, we're awesome, but I'm out. I agree. One thousand percent. Alright, we're gonna take a break. Quick break. But when we come back, we got a lot to do. We have the bracket we're gonna discuss the round of sixty four, which I've been waiting all week to discuss. <laughs> we're gonna give you some honorable mentions. I'm so glad we're, we're like recording this episode like with video because now you could see like Josh and like like he's like smirking. He's like, oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to go in right now. We're gonna give you some honorable mentions and we're gonna finish out the rest of the five. Do not go anywhere. It is new pot on the block. Thank you, thank you. Back at it like a crack at it. <laughs> what? Back at it like a crack at it? Yeah. I think oh, that was an Omarion lit. Oh, no, it was Omarion and Bow Wow. Was it? I just got to work at it like a crack addict uh, up in rehab. Okay. We're back at it like crack addicts, ladies and gentlemen. It's new pot on the black. I, I don't think we introduced ourselves in the beginning. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I'm Mike Zacchio. And you can find me at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. You can find me at Mike underscore Zacchio. And you can follow us both at new pot on the block on Instagram and TikTok. So get on it, please. You're damn right. You're damn right. Okay. Before we get into the top five. You all know by now we have an official, unofficial, greatest boy band songs that we could remember. Bracket Challenge. Bracket Challenge. I got it right that time. Yeah, the, the official, unofficial, greatest boy band songs of all time that we could remember. Bracket, yeah. It's a very long name, but like, you know, we, we so, work at it. So the first round just happened last week. We had everybody vote. Uh, we got a lot of participants. We have way more participants than we thought we would have, so I'm really happy about that. And you all voted on Instagram. And Mike, let's go over the results just in case they have not seen it on Instagram, just in case people are not following us on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, it is an absolute travesty. Go and do so. Uh, add new pot on the block. But Mike, let's start with the Letchworth region. What we got? So, yes, this is the round of 64. So we're going down to the round of 32. And in the Letchworth region, that's the top left region on your brackets. Number one, I want it that way. Just running a train on number 16. Catch your wave. 170 to nine. That's a blowout. Wow. <laughs> we 179 people we vote? We got 179 people vote, uh, and 170 said I want that way. Okay. So that's a 95 percentage. Uh, and they're going to be going up against SOS by the Jonas Brothers. It's Not the 8 seed. No surprise. No so, surprise. Yeah. Okay. And they, and they beat uh, She Looks So Perfect by 5 Seconds of Summer. Okay. In the next matchup, we've got the number 12 seed, Peaches and Cream, with an upset over number 5, Candy Girl, 105 wow. to 64. Food on food crime. I know. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And the boys of 112 will be going up against the boys of NSYNC, according to TikTok. Mm-hmm. The 4 seed, Tearing Up My Heart by NSYNC. They beat the 13 seed too close, pretty handily, 150 to 22. Now listen, I love Tearing Up My Heart. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, and I did expect them to win this matchup. I thought that'd be a little closer. That's a blowout. Too Close is a phenomenal song, but... You know, it is what it is. I voted for Tearing Up My Heart, and I'm sure other people, if they had to be given the choice, would have chose Tearing Up My Heart. Sorry, Too Close. Sorry. 
What we got next? In the next matchup, we had back-to-back upsets. So, mm. we're, so we had the number 11 seed, This I Promise You, also by NSYNC, which defeated number, the number 6 seed, Give Me Just One Night, Una Noche. Interesting. Going up against fucking Faded, baby! <laughs> the number 14, Faded. So Faded yes. pulls off the upset against the number 3 seed, Story of My Life. Get out of here! 106 to 90. And we got to give a, a shout-out to Trevor Guthrie. He did. I mean, like... I, I, I don't know if he's actually a listener of the pod. He, he has retwe- he has reposted us a couple of times. Yes. Um, so if nothing else, he's great at marketing his own brand and his uh, his own band. The Stacey Abrams of the Letchworth region, Trevor Guthrie, baby. Yeah, we we welcome election interference. We so do. I mean, we I just full, full disclosure, like <laughs> I try to tag all the bands, whatever. Like Soul Decision doesn't have any yep. script, so I tag Trevor. And listen, like if the Backstreet Boys want to repost us, and then. Get 4,000 votes for their songs. I'm here for it. But, you know, Trevor Guthrie won to repost us. I will say, Story of My Life was winning by a healthy margin. Was it? And then slowly but surely, Fade is just chopping away. And then uh, There's they There's some Soul Decision fans out there. That's interesting. I, so... In my bracket, I had Story of My Life winning, but right. I voted for Faded. I voted against my own interests because I love Faded, and I'm like, I had Story of My Life being one and done anyway, so fuck it. Faded. I voted for Faded because I genuinely just like that song better. Listen, you, you had Faded in your bracket, too. I, yeah, and listen, like, it's nothing against Story of My Life. It's nothing against One's Direction. It's it's a good song, It's a really, but Faded is, like, I any genre, doesn't have to be boy band songs, any genre whatsoever, it's making, like, my top 20 favorite songs of all time. Really? That's like, how much I love the song. I, I've been, I've been on a fade of kick since yeah. Thursday, or I'm since maybe. Friday, just, maybe. like, now listening to my car, like, shout out mm. to Trevor. Mm. Um, and wrapping up the Letchworth region, we've got the number two seed back for good, squeaking out a victory over the 15 seed, Swear It Again by okay. Westlife, 76 to 70. That's interesting. I, Very I close had, matchup. I voted for Swear It Again. I, Swear I voted it. Okay. For, the, for the upset, but that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah, I, I only voted for back, back for Good just because that's who I had picked. Yep. Um, and in the final matchup or the final contest, we had the number 10 seed, As Long As You Love Me, beating the number 7 seed, Hanging Tough, 125 to 56. Pizza, man. Can't go wrong with pizza. <laughs> telling you. Can't go wrong with pizza. All right, next region is the Havisher region. That would be the bottom left region on your brackets. Okay. Brackets, yes, right underneath the Letchworth region. And in our first matchup, man, we alluded to it. We hinted at it. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew in the in the bowels of my stomach that it might happen in the shape of your heart in the shape of my <laughs> very, very good the number 16 seed shape of my heart d not i can't even say dethroning knocking off the top what? seed umbop umbop gets umbop umbop out um, they wow got, that's crazy get, the, get out 98 98 79 so it's it was close but like i'm not gonna lie i'm disappointed i i'm kind of disappointed too that makes me wonder how many people are just backstreet boys fans that listen to our yes. podcast because there, there were some matches where like, I know I said, like, listen, I, like, it was like an NSYNC matchup, and I'm like, I understand. I love NSYNC. Right. But it, this is not a better song than this one, and it shouldn't win. And I tried kind of alluding to that when we previewed our bracket. Right. Like, Umbop, like, it's a, like, we're not talking like a 413 matchup. We're not talking 512, 611, whatever. Like, Umbop's a number one seat, and our number one seat for a reason. It is unimpeachably a great song. Well, at least a great boy band song. And it did not deserve to go in the first round. And I, I agree. I, I was cautious to put a Backstreet Boys or NSYNC song at 15 or 16 because of the fact that I thought fans might just vote them in. Listen, Shamar, it's a great song. It's not better than Umbop. I'm sorry. It's okay, Mike. I understand. I'm, yeah. I, I think Umbop's one of those songs, though, which it's rare where it's like, there's people who hate it, too. You know, there's a lot of people who just do not like the song. They find it very annoying. It's, it was huge. It was, it's it's overplayed for me. Like, yeah, like I, I don't want to listen to it, because like, it's overplayed for me, but like I can at least acknowledge, like in terms of boy band songs, like, it's great. Like I hate Don't Stop Believing. 
Like, mm. I'm, I, but it's because I've heard it 4,000 times in my life and I just don't want to hear it anymore. But if someone says, like, what's a great rock song or, like, a song to get the party going, yeah, don't stop believing. Junk white people are just going to be going fucking nuts. <laughs> like, you're right. It makes sense. And who, who will they be playing the next round? They're going to be going up against the number nine seed, Please Don't Go Girl, mm. of New Kids on the Block. They defeated the number eight seed, Best Song Ever, which apparently was not the best song you ever. You must retract that name. You yes. have to name your song something else. Yes. All right. Next. We have the number 12 seed, Pop, by Sync. Really? Pulling the upset off against the number five seed, Glad You Came. I kind of saw this one coming, but uh. I did not see it coming in the form of a 131 to 38 win. Wow, blowout. A 78% win? Nah. Absolute on. blowout. Like, wow. It should have won. I think Pop should have won. Should have pulled off the upset, but right. not by 78%. Okay. And they will be going up against the number four seed, your boys of boys to men. Yes, sir. The number four seed, Motown, Motown Philly. Philly. But they also beat your other boys together, the number 13 seed. And they beat them handily. That's one, okay. 125 to 39. That's, it's, that song is better than calculus, so I can take Same. it. Same. I can take it. I'm happy about it. Let's move on. <laughs> the next matchup, we've got the number six seed, Poison. Sleeper, baby. By Belle Biv DeVoe. It's a sleeper. Knocking off the 11th seed, Drag Me Down by One Direction. Solid. Dragged it down and out. Get out of here. In our next matchup, we had the number 14 seed, The Call, by the Backstreet Boys, pulling off the upset over the Jonas Brothers with Sucker. No. The number three seed. No, people. No. No. Again. Go. I, 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 I you said go first. You, I, know, I know you have a problem with this. I know you have I, a problem with it. The Call was put in almost as like a sim. It was a, it was a pity selection because the people of TikTok protested. They rioted. I listened to my people. I listened to my constituents. I, I gave it a, a, another once over. Decided to put them in the top 64, but I said it should not beat Sucker. The Call is a good song. It is not better than Sucker fucking slaps. Slaps. And the fact that The Call won is just an abomination. See, I wonder how much nostalgia plays into this because The Call was way back in the day, like 2007. And it was, like, it's not even one of like their like iconic songs. Right. It's not like, you know, as long as you love me, quit playing games, my heart, show me the meaning of being alone. It's like, the call was just like it's, it was just another song I felt like for back for the Backstreet Boys. But is Sucker too new to be considered a classic to some people? Like it? it just, oh, it's, oh, it's definitely not a classic. S- Sucker? Like Sucker's going it, to it, be. It, it, it will be. Yes. yes. It, right now, it's still a fucking banger. Like, right. like Sucker's just still but that's what good. I'm saying. Like there's no like when you think of Sucker, you still kind of think of it recently. You don't think of it as a classic. Whereas the call, whether you like the song or not, you think Backstreet Boys, old school. Oh, that song, especially if you like it a lot, is considered a classic to you more than Sucker. Very true. It holds some weight. It bothered me seeing that the call was going to win. It was like, you know, with the projective results, like even though they weren't final yet, you kind of knew the call was going to win. And it, I was not happy all of Thursday night seeing that it was going to win. Right, and the final, the final two matchups in the in the Harris Door region, we've got the number 10 seed because of you knocking off Dynamite, the Shock number me. seven seed. That just shows that we do not have a young audience. Oh, I, I've, I crunched the numbers on that, my <laughs> well, boy. I'm not saying we're old people. I, I, I'm, I'm 33. I'm not trying to poke at anyone's age. I'm not saying we're old. But yes, we don't have like teenagers and like young yeah. college kids. Like, what is it? The Gen Gen Z? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. a whole lot of them, I don't think. Yeah. And uh, because of you, is going to be going up against the number two seat. It's going to be me, which thrumped. Just, th- just oh my God, just ran roughshod over the number 15 seat. Freak me. 152 to 27. One more for good measure. One more for good measure. <laughs> All right, Carson Daly region, let's do it. So the Carson Daly region, that's going to be the opposite side of your bracket, the top right region in your bracket. And we have the number one seed, Bye Bye Bye, just crushing, breaking the heart of Boyfriend by Big Time Rush, the number 16 seed. Who were the 10 people who voted for Big Time Rush? I, I want to know who you I are. Be- I be- Show yourselves. I believe uh, my, my friend Lauren was one of them, because I think I remember, uh, or, or maybe that was... 
I think never mind. I think it was Catcher Wave. I think she was one of the nine who voted for uh, even that. Like, <laughs> why? Because people people like Big Time Rush. I think that the handful of Gen Z people that we, what are they Zoomers? That's what they're called. Okay. Like I don't know. I don't know how anybody votes against Bye 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 in, in a for any in any Gosh, first round matchup. Gosh. But you know. All right. What we got next? Then Bye 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 is going to be going up against the number nine seed. I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. Oh, and they defeated. They've defeated I Want to Sex You Up handily. Oh, that's One, right. 110 to 45. The battle of sex, basically. So, people so, like it slow. Our audience it, likes it slow. Yeah. Nice. I kind of pictured that with our audience. Yeah, I, I don't too, know why. I, they, they didn't, slow and central. They, they don't strike me as the, like, I want to sex you up. They yeah. seem like the, make love, make to, love to you. Yeah. All right. All right. What we got next? <laughs> Next up, we've got the number five seed, I swear, all for one, defeating the number 12 seed, Liquid Dreams. Proud, I'm proud of this selection. Because Liquid Dreams, to me, I, I'm not a fan of that song. I'm really not. I think it's one of the more overrated boy band songs. And I swear, listen, it's a novelty song. A lot of people sing it, but they sing it in jest. They don't really sing it because they love the song. Mm-hmm. I was afraid that they were going to go down, but they didn't. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. And in the next, this was one of the biggest, one, it was the, one of the biggest upsets, I think, of the bracket. It's definitely one of the biggest surprises for me. The number 13 seed, I Do Cherish You, Defeating the number four seed back here by BB Mac by four wow. votes, seventy-five to seventy-one. Wow! I would have bet money that back How? here was going to win. Wow! Because back and here, because of you won, we got some ninety-eight degrees fans, baby. Yeah, we do. Wow! I think ninety-eight degrees. I think they won two out of their four matchups. I think. Okay. From crunching the numbers, I do. But like, it's another thing. I do consider it a classic to some people. It's some people's wedding songs, probably like. I, it wasn't one of their like you know go to like memorable songs. I felt I, I don't know like it's good. It's memorable in some ways, but yeah. like back here, it's just one of those songs where I think it was good for its time. And even now, like when you just hear that opening guitar riff and people just baby send me free, like everyone just starts singing it. Like they, they still like I think back here definitely holds up now. Like, if it, if back here played in a bar, you, you'd get some people like humming and yeah. singing along. One hundred percent. If I do cherish you came on the radio, you I think you'd probably skip it. So the fact that I do cherish you won, I think it says more about the ninety eight degrees fans that we have, more so than the fact that I do cherish you is a better song than back here. But All right. four votes. Your every vote counts. It does. Get out there and vote. It does. Alright, next matchup. Next matchup we've got the number eleven seed, All I Have to Give by the Backstreet Boys, as I get a splinter in my <laughs> in my uh in my finger. Going up against the number six seed or defeating the number six seed, cool it now. By new edition again, handily one nineteen to thirty six. Solid pizza. You can't go wrong with pizza, man. That's a, that's just my theory with this pizza. Like songs that are pizza are going to advance because pizza. Everyone likes pizza. And so this is this is my bad. This is my boo boo. I have the Backstreet Boys going up against the Backstreet Boys in the next round, which is what I try to avoid. It's okay. Make them choose, putting, baby. Putting all this together. Make them choose. So, Put them Backstreet Boys fans, you're, you're going to be torn because it's either going to be the number 11 seed, all I have to give, or it's going to be the number three seed, quit playing games with my heart. That's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. All right, and to round out the bracket, what do we have? And to round out the bracket, we've got the number 10 seed, I Want You Back by NSYNC, which I think we all kind of solid figured might pull off the upset. Solid. Defeating the number seven seed, Burning Up by the Jonas Brothers, which was not burning up. The flame, no. flame never even got going. No. They lost 130 to 31. 81% loss. Yeah, that's a drubbing. Blowout. I Want You Back is going to be going up against the number two seed, Summer Girls Ooh, this is big by the Light matchup. Funky Ones. This is a big time matchup in the round of 32. This is like an Elite Eight or Elusive Eight matchup. This is not a round of 32 matchup. This I, is big time. I know I said that we were going to uh, reveal what people's Elusive Eights, Fab Fours, championship picks and their champions were but then I got to thinking we can't do that because if people know who everyone has they might vote against that mm-hmm. just for the sake of trying to advance their brackets so I won't tell you what people have 
I will just say this is going to be an important matchup. Very important. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's move on to the next region, the Novak region. That's right. It's our final region of the bracket. It's the bottom right region, named after our former counselor, Miss Megan. And kicking things off, we have the number one seed, What Makes You Beautiful, defeating the number 16 seed, Year 3000. That's it, shoot. And who, yep. who are they going up against next? Uh, and they will be going, going up against... against <laughs> who are they going up against next round? They'll be going up against the number eight seed, When the Lights Go Out, by five, which defeated the number nine seed, Come and Talk to Me, a by Jodeci. This. I know a lot of Jodeci fans who are not happy with this. Uh, I've, not- I saw the comments. Y'all, y'all did Jodeci dirty, yeah. whatever. Like, listen, and we, Josh and I, we, <laughs> I get a vote, he gets a vote. That's it. A hundred people <laughs> voted for When the Lights Go Out. Not us. I, I mean, I was one of them. <laughs> I'll just put that out I there. I I'm sorry. I and know. only 45 people voted for Come and Talk to Me. Listen. If it was a close matchup, I could see you having a gripe, but like... And also, When the Lights Go Out, is it's a special song to it, me, Mike. It just, it's, I just think When the Lights Go Out is just also a better song. Come and talk to me. Like, no, come come and vote for me. Mm. Like, I don't want to hear it when you lose 100 to 45. Like, we didn't do Jodeci Dirty. Y'all did Jodeci Dirty by not getting the vote out. <laughs> there sorry. we go. Campaign better, baby. All right, next. <laughs> Our next matchup, the closest one of the entire bracket and the one that has had Josh up at night, sleepless, for four nights. All or Nothing loses to Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. How? How? People, how? How? And to make matters worse, to add insult to injury, to pour the salt in the wound, All or Nothing lost by one vote. Unbelievable. 76 to 75. That is unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, now listen. I am not a big O-Town fan. I'm a big Backstreet Boys fan. On the hierarchy of boy bands, yes, Backstreet Boys are up there. I will admit that 1,000%. I don't even like O-Town that much, but All or Nothing is one of the greatest ballads of all time. Period. Period. That's why it was in my final four. That is the reason why it was in my final four. This was a huge bracket buster. I'm not going to lie. Huge! I won't tell you how many Huge! Show me the meaning of being lonely is lucky to be in this competition. Period. I'm sorry. It is. It's a good song. I like the song. It is a decent song. I know it did well on the charts, and that is the reason why it is on this bracket is because it did so well on the charts. We had a criteria where it was like staying power and charts, and I think that's what put Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely into this bracket. It does not compare to All or Nothing. There's not a single part of that song that is better than any part of All or Nothing. All or Nothing is one of the most iconic boy band songs ever. Period. That's it. Show me the meaning of being lonely in the discography of the Backstreet Boys. If it starts up here, it is here. Period. That's it. That's it. I don't understand how you can even remotely think that anything about that song is better. It's, I, I, listen, I love our listeners. I love our listeners. I think this election was hacked. I want to recount. I don't believe these results. There is absolutely no way in hell that show me the meaning of being lonely is better than all or nothing. All or nothing, it, and this is coming from someone who, I don't even like O-Town! I don't like O-Town! I don't like them! This is the only song I like from them. This song is phenomenal. I don't, how? How? You, whoever voted for show me the meaning of being lonely, you need to message me personally, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore, and you need to tell me why. I need an explanation. I can't just let this pass. I'm sorry. An essay. I want an essay. Introduction. Body conclusion, period. That's what I want, because this is bullcrap. And we're doing a recount. You can tell he had that stored up for four days. Oh, my God. Like, he was waiting for his time to shine, the spotlight got on, and he delivered. That was beautifully played. I didn't even plan that. I just like, knew that I was going to rant. I, that came from the heart. I didn't rant. I could, no, I can tell. Like I, No, I meant like it was bottled up. Like, yes. I could tell you the, the toothpaste needed to get out of the tube, and it, it just just exploded everywhere. That's what like, I do. Yeah, like, But I agree with everything you said. Like, how... 
again, I love the Backstreet Boys, and I love the Backstreet Boys a hell of a lot more than O Town. All or Nothing is one of the best. I thought we, I think we initially had All or Nothing re- seated higher, be, just because Easy could we thought it was just that great of a song. Easy and then be. when we looked at like charts and everything else, we put one it as vote. put it at a five seed. I vote. It should. I think it should have been close, ish. I, I think All or Nothing probably should have won by like a sixty percent margin. Yes, something somewhere around there. Yes, but like to lose at least sixty five. At least sixty-five. <sighs> like I said, all I, I know for Josh, it was a bracket buster. I, got, I did not have all or nothing in my I Fab Four. I don't feel this way. People in my DMs like just livid. Shout out to Jeffrey, livid. We are, we are cursing everyone out. I, I, I might have to post the uh, the screenshot just so people know. Like I didn't just like fudge the results or anything. Like no, seventy-six, seventy-five. I was shocked. One vote. <laughs> Your vote matters, ladies and gentlemen. Your vote matters. So now show me the meaning of loan. How <laughs> though? Like how? Seriously. This, it does not listen. I know you people love the Backstreet Boys. I understand you're your favorite group ever. I get it. I love NSYNC, but I'm not going to vote for an average NSYNC song over one of the best ballads ever. It just does not make sense. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> now that I think Josh has gotten all of that out of his system, show me the meaning of being lonely. We'll be going up against the number four seed, Step by Step by New Kids on the Block. And they defeated God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You by NSYNC, which was the song that I lobbied for in saying this should not win. So thank you, either whether it's to the New Kids on the Block fans or and or the NSYNC fans that voted with their heads and not their hearts. To vote for Step by Step, it is clearly the superior song. I wish the O-Town fans or the All of Nothing fans or the Backstreet Boys fans would have done the same for All of Nothing. But I am happy that God must have spent a little more time on you is not moving on. They lost 87-64 as it should have. Seems like uh, one fan base is a little toxic, doesn't it? Like, um, There's like one toxic fan base out there. <laughs> the same. Josh is so triggered right now. Yeah. There's one objective fan base. Oh, there's a bunch of objective fan bases. And then there's just one fan base that's a little toxic. Okay. <laughs> Not in a Britney Spears way. Not in a Britney Spears way. Let's move on. Let's move on, please. In our next matchup, we've got Gone, another NSYNC Gone! song, which defeated The Girl on TV, the number 11 seed. As going, it should. As it should. <laughs> going up against the number three seed, You Got It, a.k.a. The Right Stuff, which mm-hmm. defeated Every Little Thing I Do. Fair. So Every Little know, Thing I, I Do I is think, one of my personal favorite songs of all time, but that's fair. And then rounding out the Novak region and rounding out our bracket and our round of 32, we've got end of the road, moving on, not the end of the road, mm. continuation of the road. They're taking another exit, <laughs> but they are not taking the, e- the exit ramp. <laughs> they are continuing on the highway, full fucking steam ahead, <laughs> bump, bump, bumping B2K out of the bracket, 107 to 40. Can I get, I give you props for that. That was, that is professional broadcasting right there. I try, I, I blind squirrel finds wow. every now and then. That was great. And End of the Road will be going up against Everybody, the number two seed by Backstreet Boys, which defeated The Hardest Thing by 98 Degrees. Fair. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about big dicks. Oh, I, I just wanted to... Oh, no, let's not talk about big dicks yet. <laughs> so just, uh, just for, for some people who are stat heads like myself, crunch some numbers for you just to give you some analysis, because I know Josh is a, he's a sports fan like myself, so yes. I know he loves stats. The Baxter Boys won all eight of their matchups by an average of 70.5%. What? The, the, really? The, really? The Baxter Boys did it? Okay. I wonder why. NSYNC won seven of their eight matchups by an average of... So, Baxter Boys won all eight, went eight for eight, mm-hmm. or eight no, 70.5%. NSYNC won seven out of their eight okay. by an average of 76.3. And if you take out that one loss, the winning percentage was 80.7. Wow. So NSYNC, like, NSYNC fans showed out. They did. Like, okay. And your boys, boys to men, 
Not, you. not only did they win all three of their matchups, an average of 73.4%. As it should be. So we, so I learned we got to start showing boys to men some more love on this podcast. One of the greatest groups of all time. It's just whether or not people consider them a boy band. That's Facts. really all it is. That's, well, that's I, the discussion. The, the, peop, the people have spoken. They, yep. the, the boys to men is yep. very, very much a boy band, and we definitely need to start showing them some more love. There we go. But boys to men, they're, they're, they have some tough matchups in... And, and so the, all three songs advanced mm-hmm. round of 32 Motown Philly, versus Motown Philly against pop Woo! which I think is winnable I think it should and I think I'm, it should win I'm voting for boys to men there Motown Philly I have pop winning okay. but I, but I think that Motown and that's me betting on and right. sing fans to show out right. but I think Motown Philly is a better song I'll make love to you going up against bye 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 which that's I, gonna be a lot closer than you think I, 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 I know bye 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 wins but I think it's gonna be close I know it's gonna be a lot closer yeah and end of the road will be going up against everybody. So they got NSYNC, NSYNC, and Backstreet Boys. Damn. It's tough. But I, I think they can pull out at least one of them. Yeah. So we'll, hope, we'll, we'll hope see. So. We'll hope so. So those are the biggest winners. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and the Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. And the biggest losers, I mean, you, you alluded to it earlier, man. The younger groups, One Direction, lost four out of their five matchups. Yeah. Jonas Brothers lost three of their four matchups. Like, what does this tell us? We People are not about the Gen Z groups. Nope. Which, you know, that's fine, but you know, now we, we learn, we study the analytics, and we go from there. Yeah, uh, overall, we had a whopping 49 entries for this bracket challenge. Love you guys. I, I told you all, I said I would be shocked, I would be stunned if we got 50. And I'm shocked and I'm stunned. I was I was really hoping to get 15. You were 10. Like 10 was yeah, 10, 15, yeah. I, I, like, that was like, I'll, I'll be satisfied with that. My goal was 25. Yeah. And I would be like, 50 would be like more than I can ask for. And we got 49. So I, pre, I really, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm, I'll speak for Josh here, like, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. This is a project that we've wanted to do all season. And just thank you for showing out. We, we love you and we appreciate you. That's it. All right, let's move on. Now we can talk about some big dicks. Now we can do that. Okay. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> Before we get into the top five, let's talk about the honorable mention. We'll just go through them really, really quick. I know this is going to be a longer episode, so let's make this quick, Mike. Well, I mean, big dick, big, big episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shit, why not? And I think these honorable mentions are going to surprise some people because there okay. are some big names on this fucking list. And we're just going to start off with the one that I'm sure people are going to be stunned to see was even on the honorable mention. Justin Timberlake. Didn't make it. Listen, I was a big proponent of him not making it. I'll just be flat out honest. To me, he does give off some BDE, but there's times he gives off some, like, really SDE. He dies. Like, <laughs> he, like there's just something about, like, he just seems kind of insecure. He seems like he tries too hard. You know, the whole thing with Janet Jackson, the way that went down, the way he didn't take responsibility. Like, there's just a lot of different things about Justin Timberlake where I'm just kind of like, man, That's I a small dick energy, man. I don't know. Letting, letting Janet take the fall for that yeah, is small dick man, energy. I, I, there's things about Justin where I'm just kind of like, Dude, you make some questionable decisions sometimes, and you seem like you try way too hard. I know the black community accepted him early on, but now they kind of turn against him because of the way he's treated Janet and also, like, just cultural appropriation aspects of how he is and who he, you know, who he is. And uh, so to me, that's why he didn't make the top ten. Honorable mention? Sure. Because he does have some BDE in there. It's like he doesn't. I'm not saying he has some SDE. He does have some BDE. But to make the top ten? Nah, leaving you out. And and we converse on who's going to make the list, where we're going to rank them and whatnot. A note that I had about Justin is I think he definitely has big dick energy. It's just that I think that big dick energy is more associated with his solo career. Right. Rather than the NSYNC career, which is what we discuss. This is a boy band podcast. We're not discussing the solo aspect of career. So Justin Timberlake, the solo artist, would probably be – honestly, he'd probably be like one to to three somewhere in there. He'd be top three, I would think. Okay. But Justin Timberlake, the – Ramen noodle haired, you know, you little boy from NSYNC. Yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> Wearing the fucking denim jacket to, to the uh, whatever award that was. Like, 
No, that's not big dick energy. Confidence, yes. Big dick energy, no. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Next up, we've got Harry Styles, which Ooh. I know Shannon's going to want to stab me in the crotch because of this. But, like, it's the same, much of the same thing. Harry Styles now, I think, has the biggest dick energy out of probably anybody in the game right now. Yeah, I mean, to, to wear what he wore and, and to know what you, what's going to happen, the backlash is coming. I, yeah. I think even Shout before you, that, like, yeah. just... Seriously, like since he went solo and really since his last album came out, like he he's just a fucking sex icon. Like, and I appreciate him. Like, I, I admire his his style and his confidence and everything. But much like Justin Timberlake, I associate his big dick energy with Harry Styles, the solo artist, not Harry Styles, the guy from One Direction and the boy band. I, we started to see it come out in the later years, right. but nah, that's it. I cannot believe All or Nothing lost. I cannot <laughs> believe it. What's what do we have next? <laughs> Next up, we've got the Jonas Brothers, Nick and Joe. So uh, we lumped two people in here just because, I mean, I feel like they're just... Brothers genetics probably have the yeah. same... <laughs> they, probably, yeah, they probably got the same thing going on here. <laughs> I, I haven't asked my brother what he's packing to know like if we're about the same, but, you know, sure. Yeah, so with Nick and Joe, regarding Nick, oh, like, you know, or Nick and Joe, we're talking about, again, we're talking the teenage Jonas Brothers because... Our podcast focuses on like that mid '80s to early 2010s. Right. I know we the, the bracket itself is different. That's why Sucker's in there. Other than that, we really don't talk about Sucker and their newer stuff, which is fucking awesome. Go listen to it. But like the teenage Jonas Brothers, like Nick Jonas was like he was a frizzy haired fetus. Like I'm sorry. Like <laughs> and, and with Joe, it's like it's the emo hair for me. Like. He might have been a sex symbol for girls. He might have had, you know, teenage girls like Shannon, you know, all hot and bothered. But Big Dick Energy back then? No. no. Now, yes. Both of them. Yeah. Fuck yes. But back then, no. All right. And what's next? Who we have next? Next up, we've uh, rounding out, we've, we've got back-to-back Knicks. So, you know, we'll start off with Nick Lachey because I'm sure this I is going to be... Had, I think he has some solid, like... This is such an interesting conversation. But yeah, he has confidence. Like, he's confident. Like, he's he carries himself well. He seems like a mature human being. I, I, I And I had Nick in initially, and then, yeah. I, and then I bumped him because, like, yes, he's very good looking. And, and anybody who denies that is just wrong. He's obviously built, but I also think he knows he's good looking, and he knows he's built. And mm. there's too much of that, like, frat boy okay. energy, and I just associate frat boys and small dick energy. So that's okay. why, like, eh. Like, it seems like he was always kissing someone or making out with someone in every music video. Right. And, and I get that the girls wanted him, but, like, for something about him just screams small dick energy to me. And I'm sure he's the nicest guy in the world. He's like, really nice. Like, when I see him host shows, yeah. I'm like, I would grab a beer with him. I but would. when I see him, like, perform with 98 Degrees, I'm like, what a fucking douche. <laughs> like, and I just think small dick energy. And what about the next Nick? And the final Nick is Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> like, for me... Nick Carter strikes me as the nice guy, and I'm putting nice in quotations, like, that isn't really the nice guy. Like, sure, he's handsome, he had that middle-parted blonde hair and the blue eyes that made girls collapse on the floor, but he also comes off like that type of guy that will tell you to your face that he's going to fuck your girl. Yes, that is true. And he's also the type of guy that will tell your girl, or tell you to your face, that your girl has his poster hanging on the ceiling above her bed. Girl has poster on the ceiling. Yeah, I, just, I just think there's a darker side to him, and there are obviously stories alluding to that or, or that back, that support that claim. I think just that alone kind of gives him small dick energy, but everything else is just like, yeah, I don't know if it's also the, the whiny voice that, that gives me small dick energy. Like, and accusations. I can't imagine some, anybody who's saying like this. There's, like, some, there's some accusations of him out like, there, man. There's some yeah, accusations. So, our honorable mentions, like, stacked. JT, yeah. the Jonas Brothers, yeah, you can make- Harry Styles, Nick Lachey, Nick Carter, like, yeah. just... 
Yeah. Please don't send us dick pics, any of you. Oh, please, please don't. Do don't. That. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Top five boy band members with BDE. Number five, what we got? At number five, we've got Casey Haley, a.k.a. Casey of Casey and JoJo from Jodeci. Okay. So, admittedly, <laughs> I did not know that Casey and JoJo came from Jodeci. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, that either, that was, honestly. That's that was, a, and I should, I have some hood points to be revoked for that. I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I applaud our audience for putting Jodeci just on my map and then for helping me learn that information. And then, like, I watched some of their music videos. Bruh. Yes. The big dick energy <laughs> is evident from the start. Yes. And Casey has, like, no shame about it. Like, he just fucking shirtless and thrusting on stage. Like, he was, fun fact, he was actually arrested and charged with indecent exposure after dropping his pants at a concert. Like, I remember that, like, from years ago. Like, I just remember hearing that story. I just wasn't sure if it was Casey or JoJo, but I remember it was one of them. Oh, man. And then when I was watching this music video, I'm like, it's that motherfucker. I know it. I know it. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, yep, it was him. One and the same. Like, Casey, we, we love you, but just please keep it in your pants. All right, number four. What we got? And number four, it's the S, the L, the I, the M. Hey, Slim from yes. 112. Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, just the way he sings his voice. I mean, it's a little, it's high, it's up there, but the confidence, the swag that he has. But it's not whiny. Exactly. Like, Nick Carter is whiny. Yes, that's true. Like, that's yeah, true. No. Gotta give it to Slim. I, th- I think that the, the 112 in general, I think they have swag. The whole group has swag. And Slim... To me, out of all of them, is the most swaggiest, and I think he yes. carries himself very well. Carries himself with confidence, and just the songs that they sing, "Peaches and Cream," like I mean, yeah, all the, their songs are basically about like doing you in, and like, you can't have songs like that and not have BDE. Yeah, and, and again, I know we've talked about "Peaches and Cream" more than we have most music videos in the last three, four weeks. But if you have not by this point, go watch "Peaches and Cream" and tell me that every single one of those members of B One Twelve does not have big dick energy. All right, in at number three, what we got, Mike? I mean, so, and we were we were trying to debate who it should be and and or where they should rank, but like you can't have a list discussing Big Dick Energy and not discuss Boys to Men. Facts. So I think that they were all more romantic than than anything. So so again, talking about the I'll make love to you verse, I want to sex you up. Like one twelve was the we're gonna fuck your brains out, <laughs> right? and Boys to Men was more of the like. I'll make love to you. Like, we're, we're the romantic souls. Right. And uh, we went with Nathan Morris. We did. I, it could have been anybody. That's that's the crazy we, thing. We it, consider, it could have just been boys to men. Yeah. We, 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 we considered that like very quickly. We're like, no, right. we got to pick someone. Um, and our front runner was initially Michael McCarry. That's right. And I, this, is, Mike, this was, this was a, talked me out of it. Mike this this me was a Mike it. Zaccio veto on Michael McCarry because <laughs> for me, it's the bridge in End of the Road. <laughs> right. Like where he's just basically crying like, baby. I know you ran around with that other guy, but I just don't care. Just come back to me, baby. Just come back, please. Like, no, that is not big dick energy. That is simp small dick energy, and we are not here for it. Like, eliminate it. Like, no. So everything else, like, you know, again, we were talking about, like, the bass and the big balls, and and I'm sure he's got bowling balls down there, but, like... That I can't get over that bridge because now whenever I think of Michael McCarry, that's my immediate thought, and I will never associate that person with big dick energy. <laughs> You won that argument like really quickly. I, by the way, like, I was like, "Yo, you're right. You're right." <laughs> yeah, I, so like I said, we're, we're recording this episode, right. but like, we, you got to hear like some of the debates we have, yeah. like how these things come together. But like, yeah, that was definitely one where I was I was happy to get a win there. <laughs> All right, number two, what we got? Number two, we've got Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg, man, listen to me. He's kind of a douchebag. 
just be honest, he looks like a douchebag. But listen, sometimes douchebags, they, they're packing and they know they're packing and that's why they're douchebags. And that's what he strikes me at. Like, Donnie Wahlberg, for me, was the, like, the original boy band bad boy. Right. Like, dude was rocking, riding around in motorcycles right. and, like, had the crazy, like, was like, the mullet hair, whatever. Like, yeah. dude did not give a fuck. He was just like, yo, here, like, here I am. Like, I'm like, I'm a fuck your bitch. Like, right. you know, and, or and, your girl wants me. Like, and it, you can go either way. Like, either they're compensating for something or, like, they really effing have it. And yeah. listen, we don't know. Which is like that's the art. Like yeah. again, like Nick Lachey could have a fucking anaconda in his pants. We, <laughs> we don't know this, which is why we are strictly going off of the energy they give off. Oh but like, I just look at Donnie Wahlberg and I'm like, yeah, like, I, and I don't know. Like, it's it could it could be like that that Boston Irish. Like, you know, I gotta overcompensate for something. Like, you know, nobody fucks with me, so I'm gonna fuck with you back. Like, right. very much like Lance. Like, I felt like. He never fought Jordan for like Jordan was very clearly the front runner, and he like never fought for the spot the spotlight or anything like that. He just he did his own thing. He was constantly having fun in music videos and concerts or whatever. I mean, he landed Jenny McCarthy like, and listen, she probably wouldn't have stayed if it was uh, know what I'm saying, I'm saying, or we would have heard about it. We'd have at least heard about it. Yeah. So yeah, Donnie Wahlberg, strong big dick energy. All right, in at number one, I think. If you listen to the podcast, you know who's number one because we've met. We kind of alluded to it before, very, very, very early I, on. Was it the pilot episode? It might have been the first episode. We I think to it was it. the pilot episode. Yeah. So we're, we're doing a full three sixty now. This is so. Who we have at number one, Mike? Taking the claim, the number one spot, the gold medal for the biggest big dick energy in boy band lore, AJ McLean of the Backstreet Boys. One thousand percent. He just alludes it. He just. I mean, this man tattoos. The way he comes on a track, even you said, it's a quote from episode one, when AJ came on a track, you knew what the fuck he was, period. You said that. That's whole facts. No printer, no lies detected. Like, AJ McLean, for any of you SNL fans, I'm going to do my best to find here. This dude had everything. Tattoos, glasses, funky hats, shirtless appearances, whenever possible. Dude, it, he wore a fucking crop top before that was like a thing. Do you know, like, it takes porn star level big dick energy to wear a fucking crop top with, like, earrings and, and eyeliner, just, yeah, oh. Like, that was fantastic. Oh, man. I saw, and it wasn't like a, like, like a, like a gym shirt no, kind yeah. of thing. Like, no, this was, like, leather pants and, like, a, it might have even been, like, a sequence or, like, fishnet crop right. top or whatever. Like, dude Swag. did not give, yeah, did not give a Fuck. Like, he doesn't belong like, in a boy... It's almost like he doesn't belong in a boy band. Like, he's too effing yeah. cool to, and too swaggy to be in a boy band. Like, that's yeah, what it was like. like. Oh, my... But at yeah. the same time, he fit perfectly. It was just, like, this weird mixture of, like, oh, yeah, I could see him in the Backstreet Boys, and I see him, like, no, you're way too effing cool for the Backstreet Boys. It's the swag. It's, it's the, the confidence. It's the bad boy edge that he has to him, and it's uh, it's everything. Like, I don't... I think when you think bad boy, you think AJ McLean. Well, yeah. At least when you think bad boy, boy band terms and whatnot. Um, and then if you just notice him, if you were going to say, like, hey, big dick energy or small dick energy, like there's no way you're choosing small dick energy no, when not, it comes to AJ McLean. I, I think anyone can agree on this, even uh, NSYNC fans like us. All right, let's move on to the right stuff. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with our podcast, The Right Stuff is a segment that we do that acknowledges the things that boy band culture got right. Yes. Things that went right during the late 80s, early 90s, and whatnot. And for The Right Stuff this episode, it's sex appeal. 1,000%. Like, listen, you can you can knock boy bands. You can say that you know they were girly, they were this, whatever, and you can make fun and make make your your homophobic jokes, whatever. Like these dudes had girls just beside themselves of all ages, yes. like from ten to seventy seven. Yeah, like it, it didn't matter. Like they they had they had women turning into cougars before they even knew what the fuck a cougar was. <laughs> like, and think about I. 
Think about how many young girls and guys, we are very LGBTQ plus friendly here, entered puberty fantasizing about a boy band member from like 1997 to 2010. And if you were straight as a man, you fantasized about being one of those guys. Period. There. And part I, of that is the sex appeal, because it's like, I want girls to feel that way about me, especially when you're a young, insecure teenager. I, I hear the things that, like, that, that girls say now, like, what the, the popular slang terms. So to put it in in uh, 2020 terms for that era, there were a plethora of young ladies who would let any, or let, yeah, let, let pretty much any boy band member crack them like a glow stick <laughs> if the chance presented it th- to themselves, because these guys were just dripping with sex appeal. So, you know, some guys may not have been the most talented, but whatever they lacked in vocal ability, I think they more than made up for in sex appeal. And I that agree. is why sex appeal is our right stuff for this week. All right, and that leads us to the song of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, before we play it, I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for voting in our official, unofficial, greatest boy band songs. Of all time that we could remember. There we go. <laughs> uh, the voting's going to be the voting for the round of 32 is going to go up tomorrow. So right. today's, assuming you were listening to this Wednesday when the episodes actually drop, the voting's going to be open Thursday afternoon, Eastern time, and it's going to stay up on our Instagram story for 24 hours. So you'll have about until noonish eastern time on friday to get your votes in and again it is a popularity contest and as you heard earlier in this episode we had a matchup by one point or one vote we had a matchup by four votes get your votes in spread the word share it with your friends and tell them to fucking vote like it's not that hard it's not that complicated and be objective (laughs) okay he's so hurt by this talking to a certain fan base out there be objective like we we understand that it's going to be Thanksgiving, but we also know y'all are being good people and good human beings and you're staying home True. this year. True. So what are you going to do staying home on Thanksgiving? You're going to be on your phone. Like, right. let's, let's not lie. So you can spend five minutes clicking through 16 slides that we're going to have on our Instagram story being and adjusted. voting for what song you think is best that will move on to the sultry 16. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Mike song of the week. What we got our song of the week. I mean, we, we talked about it earlier and I totally forgot it was the song of the week this week, but it's going to be peaches and cream by one twelve. And it exudes sexiness exudes BDE slims on the countdown. So it only, yeah. only makes yeah. sense. So yes, you're obviously going to hear the song now, but please, I implore you if, you, if you're not familiar with what big dick energy is, watch this music video. You will learn within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Some facts about uh, Peaches and Cream. It was released April 3rd, 2001. This song is, it's its literally about going down on a girl and making her climax. Like, wow. And they got a Grammy nomination for it. Do you know how much big dick energy you have to have <laughs> to make a song about going down on a girl, making her come, and for the Grammys to be like, cool, sure. Yeah. One of the best that we've heard all year. <laughs> like... Oh my god, yes, good shit. Here's your nomination. Like, if that's not Big Dick Energy, I don't know what the fuck is. And, uh, fun fact, it also peaked at number four on the Billboard 100 chart, where it stayed in the top 40 for 25 weeks. Which, for those of you who are not good at math like myself, that equivalents to about six months or half a year. All right, well, there you have it. Peaches and Cream 112. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I'm Mike Zacchio. We will see you next week on New Pod on the Block.
forget So good, girl, you make me sweat But I'm talking about bitches and cream